Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. This public presentation uh, of nobody panic on public speaking. Public speaking. This is a suggestion we had emailed into us by Peggy quite a while ago. It was back in November, Peggy, so I am sorry. Uh, but we do get around to it. And um, all about sort of public speaking, dealing with nerves, speaking at the right pace and volume, what to do with your hands, all of that business. Now, it might sound like, you might be like, well, hang on, I'm not... The mayor. The town squire. But I... But you do... I'm not you, running for office. And if you are... Best of luck. Good luck. Um, I'd say listen to a different podcast, <laughs> if I'm honest. <laughs> we might not be any help. We might not be any help. But you will do some levels... Tessa's just sorting out the hummus. Um, getting it away. Getting it stored away. Got a lot of hummus. We, you will... Often be put into a position where you do have to like talk in front of people. Mm-hmm. That will be a thing, and I think I certainly take it for granted those sorts of things. When I've ever been in an office and someone's been like, "Oh, can you?" Um, oh, like we do pitch meetings, and you're like, you know, say at the beginning of the day, "Well, I think we should write this, and this is why, and this is how we do it," and you do it in a group. And I have never had a problem doing that because at the same time, I was in a sketch group with my good friend Tessa, who's you can hear her typing now. She's just Googling me because she doesn't know. Oh, sorry, who are you? She's Googling the sketch group uh, called Massive Dad. We were doing that at the same time and that was way more frightening. So the thought of pitching an article was like, fine, that's not public speaking. You want to see some public speaking? Come down to the, the Oxford pub in Kentish Town tonight and I'll show you some woman who's terrified of public speaking. But we used to um, be dripping in sweat. And we'd have to go to the so, toilet four to seven times on rotation. That still happens to yes. me, personally. It's terrifying, but because it's you're telling a joke, you're like, oh, that's not... Basically, when when we were like, oh, a public speaking episode, I was like, I don't know what to say because I don't do that. And it's like, oh, no, we only do that. That's what we do. And it's so much easier when you can't see all the people. Doing a podcast is so much easier than doing it like on a stage, doing a panel or doing like any of those sorts of things. It's really nerve-wracking. Um, I basically forgot how nerve-wracking it can be. Because all that... Uh, but but every time I do a gig, I'm terrified. But then it, it's got easier. So then we thought, well, we might actually be able to help. Because while we probably have less experience of doing, like, you know, best man speeches and... Presentations to a new client. Presentations to a new client. But I've, so I've done quite a few presentations at various jobs. 
But also, I think it's all the same thing. It all is terrifying. It's all the same thing. It's all standing up, having people looking at you, being the centre of attention, and having to say things eloquently. In like a cogent Even just fashion. saying it is making me feel quite nervous. Yeah, it is actually. And it also like is a... Certain, like, everyone, I think, is good at various elements of public speaking, yes. but very few people are good at all of the elements. Yes. So, like, my... I'm okay... Uh, I, I'm not, I know I'm not good at structure, so I often race to ideas before, like, explaining them fully, and then wonder why no one knows what I'm talking about quite frequently. That happens in my comedy, and it also happens in... Uh, presentations and stuff and people are like sorry uh, why, why, why have we moved on to this You're like oh I didn't explain because I thought you were in my head sorry so it's all um, but I don't have a problem with appear, appearing confident so I sort of look like I'm really having a fine time often when I'm doing like a presentation mm-hmm. at work even if I am worried but I know a lot of people um, will have different elements of it that they're good and bad at. So we'll try and touch on like as many as possible. But you will, if you're listening, you're like, I could never do that. I could never stand up and, you know, at a meeting and explain something to the board. Again, my examples are examples of work-based things will sound like we've never been out of the house, but I think they are all the same thing. You are still standing up and having to present ideas in an effective way and communicate them and not look like an idiot. And also, I would say over half of that is uh, fear and mastering your nerves because if you can master your nerves then you can basically get through anything. I think it's about 90% of it. Yeah. And I think it's something that so many people have well people say it to us all the time when you do a show people say like oh my god I could never I could never do that. Yeah. Um, Which I think is a way of saying like I wish I could do that. I wish that wasn't a fear for me. I want to be able to do it. And so many people, especially as I watch my friends progress in their jobs and become badass bitches, yeah. like I see them be like, you know, get themselves nervous about about having to do presentations or about having to speak to increasingly higher level people as they themselves become yeah. higher. And when you were the intern and you were like, I don't want to do a presentation. Everyone was like, well, you're the intern. But when you're literally the senior partner, everyone was yes. like, do the... Do the presentation. Yeah, what's wrong with you? Do the presentation, Karen. Margaret. You're the, you're the senior Karen partner. Karen or Margaret. Karen Margaret, you're the senior partner. Yeah. <laughs> Do your presentation. And you're supposed to be fine at that. It's mm. like you, it's like by having that title, it's been like, yes, and you've gone through your public speaking training. Yes. But very few people actually get public speaking training. And even when you do, it's very false. Mm. And it's not uh, in a real scenario. And also, on top of that, you're also worried that the things that you're saying aren't going to be well received. Like, what if one of your facts are wrong? What if... So there's, like, things... But then there are, there are things you can eliminate to make sure that you give yourself the best shot, I think. And Tessa thinks. And also we've... Does she? She we might do. We don't know. We'll find out. Um, But before we do... What's... Wait, wait, wait. I just want to say, on that thing of thinking, I'm the worst at public speaking in the world. Yes. I can't do it. Mm. Firstly, remember that you, you are. You are. <laughs> and, and goodbye. <laughs> remember that you are. You are. No, you are. no. First, you remember when you're beating yourself up about not being well. You see, once you've got in your head that you can't do a skill, firstly, do remember all of the things that you can do that come totally naturally to you that other people might struggle at. Yeah, and that might be sewing, cooking, singing, running, reading, writing, every other aspect of your flying, job. anything that you might be able to do that somebody. And if you're like, nothing, I can't do nothing. You 100% have got a skill that someone's been like, yeah. wow. And you've been like, oh yeah, it doesn't... That's why you've been asked to do a presentation. Yeah. Whatever that is, presentation or speech or anything. They wouldn't you have got, asked you yeah. if you were completely pointless. They didn't just get you off the street. Like you are and be like... Unless mm. they did, in which case, I'm sorry. <laughs> you just walked off the street and you're like, I'm Tough underqualified gig. for Tough this gig. role. And the other thing is that 
everybody experiences the same level of like the same um, everyone is experiencing those nerves and the things it's just about people who can channel those nerves in yeah. a different way and that is purely practice yeah absolutely so that is a hundred percent in your grasp when you look at other people doing it and you're thinking or you're looking at you go and see a comedy show you're looking at people on the stage you go and see a play and you're like oh my god they're so confident and they're mm. like i vomited two minutes ago like or like the first time that it, like the first time i ever did even on my own so i'd already done stuff with tessa and and liz and and i'd done plays and things the first time i did it by myself um i brought my director along and he was like yeah, you looked absolutely terrified. Like, no one's going to laugh. And, and no one laughed. And it was the worst. It was the worst thing. It was mm. like a child. But I'm, you know, I was like 29. But I, I was like a little baby child mm. being trying to do something that it doesn't understand and was frightened of. Yeah. I was terrified of the audience. I was terrified of moving. I was dripping in sweat and my mouth was dry. And that's never happened to me in terms of of, of the stage. And um, yeah, and I, I came off being like, as normal. Oh, I, but I bet I didn't look frightened because I don't normally look frightened uh, even if I am and Adam was like yeah you, you looked so terrified and that and then you know you fast forward two years and I'm still and haven't managed same. it and it's the same but I'm <laughs> no, better at not. hiding it like and you just get better at hiding it. and that's the same with any type of public speaking the more you do it the less you think about it and then you don't even then, then it just won't become a thing well I think a part of it especially if you like you know you, you go into your new job and now you have to do a presentation you're like why am I so bad at speaking like I used to be good at I was in the school play like I played the yeah. lion like I was good I roared and I roared that's like but that's because you were the lion like the lion went on and did the thing yes and so now here for the first time you're having to stand up and say like here are my ideas here's yes. me as a person here are my mannerisms here, here are my mannerisms is here I... is me um this is me oh as the, as the from the greatest showman no apologies. This is me. Oh, oh, oh. That's you. That's, that's you. We're talking about you. That's it. And it's a really and it's scary. And you and you feel incredibly vulnerable. Yeah. And it's not a natural thing to go through. But there are things. But we're gonna get you through. Do. We'll get you through it. But uh, first, Peggy et al. <laughs> um. Okay. Right. What adult thing? Come on, hit me with it. Don't just look around my room and find an adult <laughs> thing. You will not find that there got one of those waitrose vouchers where if you spent uh, £20 you got £4 off okay spent it before it expired that is actually that is good that is good actually congrats thank you spent on alcohol yeah fine doesn't matter what you spent it on thank you but it's it felt the time like, limit yes buy that please I would like that so then you bought it yeah great it's a great tale thank you mine is exactly the same level of boring yep um, I registered my Tesco club card because I had it I've had one mm. and I had it on a little fob and there's literally Tesco's out like near my house, and uh, I've not registered. So I'm lost one ages ago. Basically, over the years, one has kind of become detached from my account, and like, so it doesn't do anything. It just tops up someone else's club card or something. I don't know. I don't get any of the posts anymore. They don't recognise it. So I re-registered it to my new address, and I've been living here for a year and a half. That's fantastic. Yeah. Now may I say something about club cards? Are they pointless? Absolutely not. Right. They're yeah. fantastic. In which case, stay away. But the- <laughs> who is that? <laughs> um, you when you got a bunch of monies stored up in there, yeah. don't spend it in the store. Okay. It is three times more valuable if you go online. I mean, this is an adult thing, isn't it? This is great. So if you just take it, you could buy if you just buy groceries with it. So say you've got ten pounds worth of points, mm. that's ten pounds in store. Yeah. If you go online, 
you can spend it on those like away days. You can buy train tickets with it. You can buy your um, young person's rail card, for example, so if you're still worth allowed. Train tickets, uh, a wet, red letter away days, a hot air balloon, absorbing. Fun. You know, so some more okay. uh, fun stuff, but also practical things. Yeah, train tickets is practical. I see, and that just that just is worth more rather than and it's onions. worth three times the price than it is Great. to buy some onions. So okay, go great. and do that. I'll do that. Martin's money tips. Thank you. Thank you. Well, that's, that actually, was... that's actually fresh from Debbie Coates, of course. Of course. Uh, I wouldn't expect anything else. The Okay, great. I mean, that probably is the most business-like adult thing we've ever done. Just it? rattling through. The adult thing is the one that's like, always takes the most time. Well, I don't know if anybody is... They need to pat it out. No, 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 but I was just going to say something about the adult thing. Is, um, yeah, me, me again, more on, the, on this. I don't know if anyone has read Dolly Alderton's fantastic um, Everything I Know About Love book. Mm. Um, and now the paperback now has an extra chapter about like everything I know about being 30 in which she talks about how the young whatever age you are you do like um holiday tourism into like the decade above yes. in a sort of ironic way so when you were young you might have like gone away for the weekend it was like haha we're being ironic like we're going for a walk and a pub lunch you know and then you get the older you, you get do it. that's just the stuff yeah just talks about having like a herb garden on, and that used to be like kitchen like sort of ironic and then actually it's just a very sensible way of buying herbs yeah you know <laughs> and then like increasing the stuff you know the little ironic things you do become your life and, actual so thing, yeah. and then you have to start going on like an ironic cruise or something just to keep yes, going yes an up. ironic second marriage yeah an ironic, exactly right <laughs> okay yeah right public speaking you're nervous okay. so you're sweating you're your nervous are sweaty spaghetti i feel like to cover all the bases if you don't have to make a joke don't <laughs> okay so i think that a lot of people feel pressure to be something that they're not when they're doing anything from a best man speech to a presentation. That's the kind of gamut that we're running here. Uh, I think people feel they've seen someone else do it and be like, well, I'm going to be like them. Mm-hmm. And if you're not like that, if you're, if the thought of like having to do an incredibly funny best man speech or best woman speech makes you feel terrified, then do a lovely, sincere one. Yes. You don't have to make people laugh. You could do something creative with your best woman speech, your best person speech. With a presentation, it's about the information. So you may have, there may be someone in the office who just like, I don't know, makes everyone, just makes pie charts really funny. But that's them. Yeah. And you rely on the thing that you're good at and you can control and makes you feel confident. So if you genuinely were like, I think I just would feel better just, you know, uh, I think I can crack a few gags. Great, do it. But I'm just saying like, you don't, if you don't have to, don't put that pressure on yourself. Yes. Because I think that's the first thing of like when you're creating the thing you're going to be saying or if you're given the thing that you're going to be saying, just remove all elements of what, what will people think of me out of this equation because you cannot control that. Mm-hmm. You can't control. Even people who have been doing like, if like just taking like the joke thing, people who've been doing comedy for 25 years and do arenas, stadiums, they'll be, they'll crack a specific joke and you know, half the room will laugh, half the room Also, look at the state of the BAFTAs. I oh, Joanna. I didn't even watch it and I hear it was quite it was bad. bad news. Yeah, bad, bad. She didn't write them, but someone obviously gave her. So if you've got control over what you're saying, concentrate on the things first, like write down in a bullet point form the things that you need to communicate across. So if that's a best man speech, you need to talk about the best man, the, the groom and the bride. Things that you, like some key stories that you would think would be really funny. How you want to make the per the, your audience feel and then just focus on those things and then if in the making of it 
you know, you get some, it, it sort of starts to take on a life of its own and you really get into it, brilliant. If you don't, then you are still doing exactly what you want to do with exactly what you need to do without worrying about, well, if someone, that so-and-so had done it, then it would, they would have done this or they would have done, they would have done a song. It doesn't matter. Like You're doing it. You're you got asked it. to do this. You got asked to do this. You've chosen to be here. And most people aren't natural public speakers. Like, otherwise they'd be in jobs that particularly required public speaking. So if you're in a job that like, occasionally there's like a presentation that you have to do no one's expecting you to be like i was gonna say no one's expecting you to be like ken dodd what a reference no one's expecting <laughs> you to be like obama everyone will be like well go and pursue your career clearly as ken get, dodd or obama or obama yeah you, you're clearly not in the right place here and everyone can tell that you're, you're sort of david brent who like wants you know wants to be somewhere else like this isn't the place this is a workplace yeah and we're trying to you know advertise hovis here like yeah, so get out ken dodd ken leave <laughs> and with, with a wedding obviously it's always fun when like someone smashes a speech but everyone in that room knows that the feeling of being asked to do or thinking about or the concept of a best man speech or a speech at a wedding and how frightening that is, and how you—that's not your job. You're like you're far, so you've you've got the room on side already. Oh yeah, everyone's so relieved that they weren't asked. Exactly, and also we've all seen wedding crashes. The first wedding they go to, or early on, whatever the wedding they go to, where yeah. they meet the girls. Yeah, I can't remember. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, they who is it in that film? Owen Wilson. He's and the only Vince one I can Vaughan. Remember. Vince Vaughn's in it. Yeah, he's... and who's the girl? That's bad that I don't know. Mm. Pamela Anderson. Ken Dodd. Yeah, so Ken Dodd meets Pamela Anderson and she says, I'm going to do the, I'm doing the speech for my mm. sister. And he's like, yeah, yeah, run it past me. And she's like, oh my goodness, thank you. And she reads and she's like, um, so I knew my sister and Sean would always be best friends. They like the same thing, the color green, like my sister's eyes and the color of money. And then he's like, ee, ee. And then she's like, what? That's a great joke. And he's like, no, no. And then she does the speech. Obviously, it goes so badly. And everyone's like, ha, ha, ha. And then she see- he sees him at the back. And he just, like, points to his heart, like, from the heart. And then she says, like, uh, love is finding the soul's counterpart in another. And I'm so glad that my baby sister found that. And everyone's like, wow, I love it. Right. So, like, if it's gag, gag, gag central, like, you know, what are we really getting here? But if you yeah. like, you, this is your moment to, like, stand up and say your your piece about yeah. another person. Like, yeah. forget everybody else really in the room. Like, just say the thing that you them. want like, to say to that person. That's Same really if it's a work thing. People don't want the gags. No. Or the, like, daring and incredible charisma they want to know how the numbers are again it's very difficult for me to just tell us the thing that we're here just get that information across and to do it in the clearest way once you get down to brass tacks that's actually quite simple to do because you know how you know how to tell somebody something if you were explaining something to me about your job you'd start with um, you'd go chronologically. Don't start putting twists in. You'd like don't don't. Go you wouldn't to... begin at the back and then be like flashback, flashback, Mem- flashback, memento style. Like <laughs> it's tattooed on my body. You go through it in the most simple way possible. What I also have started doing with my comedy because I don't explain things very well, and I've started to try and make it easier for people to understand what the hell I'm doing. I do it <laughs> a very very simple, boring, um, explainy kind of skeleton Mm -hmm. and then on top of that i try and layer stuff on that in my case jokes in your case um if you're listening whatever you need to do for that particular bit of public speaking if that is a best man thing or a a wedding thing your skeleton could literally be i'm happy you guys have met this is why i love her and him because of these reasons 
thank you so much for being here, a toast to the happy couple. And then you've got your structure and there are your subheadings and then you just go in with each subheading and then you can like, you know, embellish or whatever. Similarly with a work presentation, you have like, these are the numbers, this is why. And then you put in all the evidence and all of the kind of fancy stuff and all of the interesting stuff and all the, the thing that makes presentations go on for so long. Also try and keep it as short as possible, always helpful. But like, then you add the stuff. So you basically do it in stages. And that's, and that obviously has got nothing to do with you and how you're talking, but, but I think being prepared and having full confidence in the thing that you're doing is like the first base level thing that you can control. So if you go out being like, oh God, I didn't research this enough. Like, or I don't actually know, why am I starting at this point? Like, if you go out and you know exactly why you're saying everything and why, and you've explained it all and you feel like, yes, and you've, you've practiced it on on someone else if you can, or you've sent over the, the notes to someone else and been like, you know, you've double checked every fact, then, then you can start dealing with like the nerves separately rather than the nerves are caught up in the fact that the thing, the thing you're doing, you don't really believe in. Mm. Like at school you learned, it was so wise. At school we learned that, you know, in this essay I will. Yeah. I was always like, that's too clever for me. I'm going to come in with a a, a quote and then no one knows what I'm talking about. Exactly. And anytime you try and learn to do anything, but particularly in any form of like artist thing it's or write essay writing that's like I'm too avant-garde I'm a tortured genius like yeah. I'm messing with the form would Bukowski have started in this essay yeah. I don't think he would no way he shat on the paper exactly and then wrapped it up handed that in A star hey. like uh, oh <laughs> harsh marking from you but like um, as somebody said Mark Twain perhaps um, learning your craft will not take away your genius like, that's very good yeah understanding the, the, stuff, the, you need the structure and so they say that about so that's why it is like in this essay i will break it down break it down in conclusion yeah these points like there and is also you know you're like more. boring it's like there is a reason that that is the way that people write things it's because it's how we understand <laughs> and when you like learned write comedy as like um not so much gag writing which has its own mathematical formula but also like a comedy story they say like write a drama and if it works as a drama then it can be a comedy like if no. it is a story like then you can build it's like we're saying like here's your skeleton it, yeah. then you can build your stuff on top yeah. of it what is it what are you saying rather than if it's like what I thought I'd do is like I'd come out of a box at the beginning of the presentation <laughs> to be like thinking outside the box then I'd do a small rap then everyone's like but why why are we give me the numbers Janet (laughs) why are we watching this hold up what was that boring no flavor that was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week Kiki Palmer here and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free hello fresh jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi now that's music to my mouth hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? 
All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. If you've got all that sorted and you double checked everything and you feel confident that what you're going to say out your mouth is what you want to be saying, then you then it's about then it was all about nerves. And that is, as Tessa said, 90% of it. And I think we can help with that. How do you cope with how do you deal with nerves when you're about to go on? I... Eat your period. <laughs> <laughs> about to go on period. Um no, I well, I go to the bathroom so many times and then I I go to the bathroom all day it becomes like a colonic situation um after a while and this is the thing about like it's not an immediate fix the only answer is practice which if you're at the beginning of the process you're like oh my god i can't go through this but i promise you it's like gonna get better someone told me something sorry to interrupt but someone just i I remember i read something somewhere about those nerves Mm. and about the physical manifestations of nerves so before you're about to do some public speaking and you're terrified you may go to the loo a lot you may shake your mouth might go dry and then you your brain goes look at all of these symptoms and then it um exacerbates it so Mm. then you start getting anxiety and then because you're more anxious then you start sweating more and then you then you can't stop however there's a there's a school of thought that believes that this reaction the uh, palm sweaty uh, dry mouth and that kind of pacing feeling that you just want to be anywhere else is actually your body sort of preparing itself for battle that's exactly what it is so it's not like it's actually not a negative it's a full positive it's giving you all the adrenaline so you'll be able to get through whatever happens but it we interpret it often as nerves so that adrenaline is going to be there regardless yeah uh, sometimes it will be after you've done a hundred presentations on the go, it'll be less than it was at day one. But like the adrenaline will always be there, and it is your job to choose whether you channel that and it takes you down or it pushes you forward. And yeah. so that adrenaline is like fire; it can heat your home or it can burn it to the ground. Great, and Quote. you can just decide whether you keep that fire contained in the fireplace or you mm. freak out and you let it burn your house down. Yeah, and so, but it's always going to be there. So there is no point where you're like, oh my god, one day it'll go away and then I'll be able to do no, it. It's like never, it's never going yeah, away. Never it's just when it happens if you get a, if you're worried that you're going to get a dry mouth or you're worried that you're you are going to sweat you can do certain things to help you make sure you have like a lot of water nearby that you can just keep sort of sipping that's absolutely fine and also looks very professional i think when like, people mm. are like a pause if you're worried that you're going to sweat then wear something that you won't see the sweat that's important as well because that's the worst thing when you're like i've got a light gray i can't i know i can't move my arms because uh, the sweat is so much and also shaking and things like that people often feel very nervous because when they hold the paper i felt like this when i hold paper or a script or something and, and i'm nervous my hands shake Actually, Nish Kumar has that as well. His handshake, um, and I learned it of him. I think actually on this podcast, he would always open or have the first thing that he said, something that he didn't need to be holding anything because, or that he would be able to like confidently put his hands down by his sides so people wouldn't see it shaking. Yeah. Um, and then when he gets into it, his hands stop shaking, so it's okay. And I'm the same. And you can do the same thing if you're thinking about a presentation. If you're worried that your hands are going to shake, then organize a situation where you have cue cards in your hand like this rather than a big piece of paper that's going to shake all over the place if you're reading off something or read off an ipad or read off a laptop you don't have to do amazing stuff with your hands you just put them by your side you feel like suddenly your hands and your arms are like 
like why what are they here for what is the point of them what do it now i'm pointing why have i pointed do you just have a pre-organized place that you're going to put your hands i often find like clasping my hands together helps makes me feel like a politician or put them down by your sides or hold an ipad or a laptop and then you've covered the physical problems that you're worried people will notice. You've already got them covered. So you don't have to worry about them now because the moment you go up, you're going to have a dry mouth, but you're fine because you've got your water. Your hands are going to shake, but you're okay because you've got your laptop. So those sorts of things, you can then have a bit of confidence to know that, because that's the kind of the next thing, isn't it? It's, it's all about pretending. It's all about pretending. I was going to say that something I used to do um, if I'm doing a set uh, and there's like an MC mm. and then they introduce me. As long as I'm not like, well, no, anytime I'm on, I then say, thank you so much and give it up for the amazing Ken Dodd. Yes. Or whatever. And then I then, then there's a pause for me. And like, then there's an applause for Ken Dodd. Yeah. It's not for me, so everyone can whoop and cheer, but it's like, I'm just on the stage and then I have this moment to breathe and to like regroup. And so you haven't just come on into silence, but like, hello hello everyone. So I used to just like deflect away. And so similarly... You know, if you get up on for the presentation, thank you so much. And what a fantastic piece that was about um, yes. about bread. I think we all learned something, Sheila. And now... And continue. And we'll continue. You just like, yes. that's what comes out of your mouth first. And also it makes you look, you know, nice, generous, nice. Nice, yeah. Kind, humble, if anything. Humble. And if no one's been, been, on, been on before, you can just say something like... Um, yeah, thank you so much for asking me to do this presentation. Um, let, let's get started. Exactly. That's your just opening bit. Thing. That's the thing that you say so you don't just get up there and it's not just hot, white Ooh, noise. Right. So, uh, well, here we go. Should yeah. we start now? Like, you don't want any of that because then you'll... Yeah. No one minds that. And also, crucially, it's not for the, audi- the audience or the people looking at you or the people in the meeting. It's for you. Like, it's for you. You'll feel stupid if you go up and you don't have anything to say before you just go into it yeah. like a robot. So, so you, you have a little... Go up, this is your opening bit, and then we're gonna deep dive into other things once the white hot panic has descended, what to do once you're once it's begun. But just another thing about the pretending thing is like there's that famous quote about like 70% how you look, 20% how you sound, 10% what you actually say. Yeah. And Eddie Azad has a whole thing about it about you know. I haven't seen that. Oh, it's in his early work. Oh great. Go and watch it. But that's the statistic. When mm. somebody is watching someone on the stage. And they, they said it about politicians initially. Yeah. When you're watching a politician, it's 70% how they look. And so we are so... It's about the president who said, Ich bin ein Berliner. I mean, he tried to say, I am a Berliner, but mm. said, I'm a small cake or whatever the <laughs> expression is. Great. And how people just sort of let it go. because Not even they like... No one even really registered it because he was so confident. He looked fantastic. And yeah. He sounded good and, and eloquent. And so everyone was like, no one really cared about the content. Yeah. Particularly. Or what the words were. And so if you can get yourself into that mindset, that sort of Sasha Fierce-esque, like, I'm a person now who is doing a presentation. It's not me. It's this confident character. And you can totally choose to, like, shift that mindset. Um, something that always made me go from, like, uh, hot white nerves to being like, oh, I've got this, is watching, like, the first three people on um yeah. And being like, oh, you're so shit. <laughs> like, you were so bad. Like, if you can do it, like, so can I. And then sort of taking that pressure away from yourself and also realizing when you watch someone else's presentation, how sort of little you care. Like, yeah, remember, you're not really. Think back to other presentations you've seen. Yeah. And ev- or everyone's just interested in the thing you're saying. No one notices the person saying it. No. That's why I smile. I mean, I smile so much. I do just like being on the stage. But like, we got told that, didn't we, by John? 
Monkhouse, mm. who said that your brain can't tell the difference between a smile that it's made and a smile that you've created. He told us to like stand like we were Wonder Woman yes, backstage and with smile. beaming smiles, and it tricks the part of your brain. So obviously, don't do that. Sat in the meeting, ready to go up. No, that's frightening. But if you can, like, you. take a moment in the bathroom beforehand, hands on hips, Wonder smile. Woman smile. Or hands in the air like a superhero and being like a crazy person. And after about 30 seconds, your brain is like, oh, I, I guess I'm like, smiling. I guess I'm we're smiling, I guess. There. Sorry, okay. my bad, everyone. I thought we were freaking out, but I guess we're thrilled. So, <laughs> okay. Can't wait. And like, you know, and if you go up with that confidence and you, it's totally, it's a, it's a total facade. It's like, you know, you just have to embody that person. If you go up with that confidence, everyone's like, okay, I mean, I'm bored and I'm waiting for lunch, but like this person looks like they've got this under control. Yes, I believe you. <laughs> I believe in you and I believe that you're fine and I'm not freaking out for you. Yeah. And then if that sort of, oh, and also <laughs> I didn't say that like the very second time ever that I did stand up by myself, I did one night at this like comedy virgins night where you could go up and do five minutes. You go up and do five minutes and anyone was allowed to go and you just had to put your name on the list and, um, did that but was also you know got through it did five minutes and then got asked to go to uh Swansea to a friend's gig that we'd done as a sketch group and it was in a pub and seven people had come and I was like fine I can I can do that yeah I can do my same five minutes to seven people in the pub no Mm. problem um got to the gig and it was in the Swansea Grand (laughs) front of 250 people and there was like an MC who'd been on Netflix Liam Williams like all these like famous people doing the show and I didn't have any material like I had just gone to this night and done five minutes and just sort of talked about this man's hat on the front row and like I think I want to tell a sort of weird story about my grandma and or how when we were all old we'd be racist about aliens like that was my that was my thing and I remember being like I don't think I can do this and I went out and um spoke to them in Welsh for a bit that was took up 30 seconds of my 10 minutes and then after that I didn't have anything to say oh my god and it is actually every time I hear you tell the story it's the it's the most terrifying thing I've ever heard anyone having to do in yeah, the world of comedy I <laughs> like, you had, it's, a, it's actually a full nightmare you have no it's jokes. a nightmare it's not like oh well, I can't do my old stuff yeah You're like I don't have anything. It wasn't like, oh, this is going bad. Because now if I did a gig and something went bad, I'd be like, oh, I'll tell them this joke and I'll get off the stage. Now yeah. I was like, I don't have any material. <laughs> I have no material. And I remember like beginning this bit, it didn't have a funny, en- it was going badly and it didn't have a funny ending. So there was nowhere for this thing to go. Oh my God. It was like silence. Mm. 200 people in total silence. I couldn't mm. see anyone because the lights were so bright. And I was just stood there on the stage. I could see the mic in front of me on the mic stand. I couldn't pick it up because I was too nervous. And... I thought, I sort of laughed in my head and was like, oh, this is an actual nightmare. Like, I this will is, wake up. <laughs> this is, this is bad. Like, this is the stuff that would appear in, like, a joke, a joke. Like, this is, uh, this is beyond bad. And I didn't wake up. And then I sort of breathed and I got through it and I finished what I was trying to say. And I thanked them very much and said, have an amazing night. Thank you so much. I've been Tessa Coates. Goodbye. And I got off the stage and everyone sort of backstage. And then they clapped me. And then everyone sort of was like, cool, cool set. That was a cool bit about Trump. <laughs> and I was like, thanks. And I sort of like went and sat in the alleyway outside. And then I had a Domino's and then it was fine. Like, and the thing is yeah. that like, even though I think about it a lot, A, I made two Edinburgh shows and like, I've got some stuff. Like yeah. I, I got over it and through it. Two, like it was, and also like, I can't think anybody in that room remembered that I wasn't any good. Oh, you know, th- like, that's the thing. They will just forget. They totally forgot. Like, no one really knew my name. Unless like, something incredibly unlikely happens, like your all your clothes fall exactly. off. Exactly. Or like... I don't know, something totally, which 
that's the thing that keeps the fear going. Because you're like, oh my god, what if all my clothes fall yeah. off? Though they won't. They won't remember. Nobody anything. remembers. The only person in that room who remembers what happened was me. Yeah, and I remember it exquisitely, like it was yesterday. But no one else remembers, and so that's the thing. It's like no one else really cares. And also, my my take home from that is like nothing happened. Like yeah. I went so far down that I thought I was about to wake up. <laughs> like yeah. that's how bad the nightmare was. And yet I breathed. I was still alive. Like nothing happened yeah it was just like and so once you've been down there it really couldn't as my mum kept saying it can't get any worse now she kept saying true she's she's right she's right i think as well with any sort of public speaking is the uh fear of silence Mm. that's my personal fear and the moment i realized that i can actually have a pause whenever whenever i fancy and that when that pause happens only I know it's because I'm freaking out. Mm-hmm. Everyone else just goes, just having a pause and a think. And I remember, bring up, might as well bring up Eddie Izzard, considering he was just brought up then. He has this like nice way, even when he's doing his massive stadium shows and they're filmed, where he'll finish a, a little bit and then he'll go like, ah, so that's that. Uh, what else do I want to say? Oh yeah. And then he'll just go into yeah. it. And it's not like so slick and bad. He's just having a think. And there's something very human about having a think. Nobody's expecting you to go through it like a lightning bolt. Peggy mentioned about pacing and the right volume. You know, it's very difficult to control the right volume because it depends on what room you're in. You just have to focus on the person furthest away from you and be like, will they realistically be able to hear me? But with the pace, that is really important because you have to go slower than you think, always. And that's so much better. Because if the advice was, well, you've got to go quicker than you think, that'd be terrifying. Whereas going slower, it will feel like you're in slow motion. You'll feel like everyone's like, well, yeah, please finish the end of that word today. But people need to process the information that you're giving them. And the time it took you to say, what was the next thing? Oh, yeah, was about 10 seconds. Or in that 10 seconds, I could go, oh, my God, oh, my God, what is the next? Oh, my God, I'm so sorry, everyone. Oh, hang on. Uh, Like, those are the, that's the same amount of time. Yeah. It's just this choice about, like, what you choose to outwardly do in it. In our French oral exam, I remember them teaching us to say, I can't even think now. Um, Hmm. Qu'est-ce que ça? Or something, something like that. Qu'est-ce que c'est? Yeah, it was something like... what is it? Yeah, but it was like a... Hmm, zoot. Or some kind of I French see. saying that made... It was like... <laughs> Maybe they were just fucking with us. But it was something French to for you to have as a cover when you panicked. Oh, that's excellent. So if you couldn't think what the question was... The private was, schooling system, everyone, I did not get that. <laughs> so if you... If it was a lot... Yeah, it's a lot about hoop jumping. And I do... I'm fucking good at you jumping. You are very good at it, um, yeah. Because, I'm, because they taught us, like, this is the hoop. Work out the yeah. sneakiest way... And, that, and that's how life the, is, is, is and getting you, through the hoop. Whereas when you don't get taught that, you think, well, I've got to do it I've right. I've got to be the best jumper in the world. That's the only yeah. way through the hoop. And then we got lower taught, the like, hoop. lower the hoop and get a ladder, mate. And you're like, what? <laughs> yes. No one said you could do that. You could do that. It's like, of course you can. You just didn't, you just didn't, you haven't got a, you didn't, you weren't explained, the full rules weren't explained to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they are part of the rules. That's why yeah. like, the whole, like, if you're nervous, do this. Like, don't, don't try and hide the nerves. Yeah, it's not about, like, you're right, that person gets up. Like, a, you know, I talk about it all the time because I'm so obsessed with this thing about Obama learning people's name tags when he's shaking hands yes. three down the line. Like, Obama looks like a cool guy because he works incredibly hard at looking like a cool guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you're not just like, I wish I was as cool as Obama. Like, go on then, put the practice in. Yeah, go ahead. Do you, it. You can be as cool as Obama if you like. I mean, not quite, but you can be Yeah, 90. he has got the edge. He's got an edge, but... sure, but it's an edge that is, like, finely tuned. He's already yes. had a bit of natural talent, but, like, you can, you've got that. You can do it. Um. Anyway, they, the French thing was, it was literally a cover when you panic 
panic and you can't think what the question is or you don't can't speak French in my case. You just said, <laughs> or something. So the, the pause was not silence and it was yeah. not, oh my God, what is it? What yeah. are you asking me? Yeah. yeah. It was like, it sounded French and it sounded confident. And as a result, you felt confident because yeah. you, you felt like a French person. You felt like a French person going, mm, no. <laughs> yeah. Know? That's a great tip. Have something to say when you are having a think. If there's a pause. I'll say my I'm special gonna, I'm gonna I'll it. say it. <laughs> yeah. I d- d- you could learn a French phrase. <laughs> yeah, if you like. Or tell that story that Tessa said. <laughs> Just pause there and be like, guys, sorry. One second. I listen to this podcast and this girl says. Um, and, um, but also like not, and this is something that I think you truly cannot do until you've done it a few times and been like, that was dumb, I shouldn't have done it, is when things go wrong or you're like, oh, that's heavier than it. Has anyone ever felt this? That's heavy. That, yeah. This lectern is heavy. Yeah. You, you know, you, you're like, oh, this laptop. Oh, it's weird. You it's, commentate You commentate everything. constantly because yes. it's an instinct and you want to try and express to people what's happening to you. And they're like, I don't care, Margaret. Do the thing. Do the thing you're here for. Yeah. I used to do that the very first time I got on the stage and tried to pick the microphone out of the mic stand. And I was like, I mean, same. guys, have you ever held one of these? And everyone's yeah. like, no, we've come to a comedy yeah, we paid <laughs> so you do it. And if you've like, ever seen me, like, I literally don't pick it up because I, I don't, can't. I don't do it either. Do it. No. And then I tried to, you know, sometimes you see a cool comedian, like, get the twizzly thing and lower it and, you know, Ooh. while they're chatting and stuff. And it was just me, hysterical, being like, has anyone ever tried to... Several of you listening have probably had to come on stage and help me move the move mic, the mic stand. Down and go. Yeah. Like, that's how bad I was at it. And, like, you know, you only... It only... It takes you two of those to remember. Your brain will be like, the mic's heavy. And you'll be like, no, not Don't for the voice. That's not it. to go out loud. Mm. Yeah. It's about learning to take things in your stride. And I think possibly you can't learn to do that until you've no. had so them happen. So the first time you do it, you just have to put everything in place. Like we're saying, research everything. Know what you're doing. Like pre-organize as much as you can. You know what you're going to do with your hands. You're going to hold them together in front of your body or you're going to put them by your side or you're going to hold something. Put them on your hips. Put them on your hips. Quite sassy. Um, You might feel that's... Tessa, you do that in a very natural way. I can't do that. Tessa puts her hands on her hips and she looks quite like chilled out. When I do it, I look like... I'm put your hands to the back more like but hands down at the back there you go now you look like you're a cheese woman like <laughs> watching the cheese there we go I'm a cheese woman watching the cheese <gasps> is that cheese going to curdle anytime soon look at come is that a load bearing wall yeah right yeah, feels quite, quite strong cool. so you, you'll have a position or a, a stance that you that you know that you're, you're going to take and do that have your glass of water make sure that you have the thing you're going to say if there's a little pause all, always have notes don't try and learn stuff if you if that panics you don't learn anything just have it all on key and cards. even if you do know it off by heart have it with have you the notes anyway it doesn't make a difference if they're just there and then yeah, you've just got that exam. safety just exactly like no one cares put those safety lower the hoops and get a ladder yeah. get a safety net like get those notes in front of you have all those things around you make it as easy for yourself as you possibly can you don't have to make this weird, like, everyone else can do it without. Like, sure. Who okay. cares? And also, probably for the whole weekend doing it. And Panicking. If you don't want to. No, you it just can have silence. Have a look. So, I don't know. I hope, Billy, that helped in some way. Thank you very much, Peggy, for sending that in. Mm. And uh, may I do one? Oh, my God. Of course, of course I always do that. Go on. No, please. Well, you're quite rightly, like, your time's up. <laughs> Get off the stage. You yeah. can't. Play the music. Get her off. Get her off. Mine was just about there is a thing about like particularly women though I don't like to make gender sweeping statements that like um, women inflect a question upwards and so it's like a, is the sea warm? The sea is, is warm? warm? Like, yeah. And everyone's like I don't know is it but the sea it's warm everyone's like 
Mm. Downward inflection. Get that down, get that like calming voice. And also if you do go into that hot white panic, um, and we've all been there, uh, remember that time is currently moving for you 12,000 times slower than it is outside your body. Yeah. So even though you're like, we've been here a hundred years, you haven't, Mm. like no one else can even tell. Take a um, breath in, a breath out, Make sure both feet are on the floor. If you're you're probably like sort of rocking or something, like yeah. just be aware of your own. You're on fire. You're on literally on fire. So be aware of your own movement. Ground yourself. If you need to like put a hand on a hip or a hand on the table, or just like I'm here. Nothing, yeah. Everything is okay. Like it's okay. I'm gonna. My brain will catch up in a second. Even if your brain is like literally a hot white tumbleweed, and you're like, there's yeah. nothing in there. Look at your cue cards. Where's Take a minute the stuff to around look at the you? Like it will come back to you. Like this mo- this moment will pass. Just like breathe through it. It is you know maximum five seconds, and then it will be gone. Um, and the last thing is to do loads of watching of other people. To like watch other people in presentations, be like, what are the things that you thought like that was bo- that was weird? But TED talks are good for that because they're quite short and mm. they're always like they don't necessarily have to be good at public speaking to do a TED talk. No, so like, often they aren't. What are the ones? Don't that... watch the American ones if you're not American though. Watch the British people. Yeah, and be like, oh, that when they walked like that, that made everyone feel good. When they walked like that, everyone felt quite Sad. awkward. Like, <laughs> oh, that was a weird joke. That was a good joke. Like, and you can yeah. just quietly absorb and take in anything that you like from other people. Um, and then if you have access to it, or I mean, everyone does. You've all literally all got a smartphone. Um, film yourself doing your presentation. Yeah, and be aware of like. For me, it's that like I when I'm standing. I'm moving constantly. I'm like a, a hot wire of, of movement um, that I had to like learn to like stay <laughs> still. Bring baby, bring that back. Yeah, like, and so, I stay at the back of the stage. Like I'm like I, if I go forward, someone will shoot me. Yeah. So I have to like when, when I go out now, I go to the front of the stage and I plant myself and I do, do not move from yeah. that quadrant. Yes, exactly. But you would never know that if you had either told you or you'd seen it for yourself because you don't know. You're like, this is perfectly reasonable, nice and safe back here, that's for sure, touching this back wall. Shouting at them because they can't hear me. Yeah. So, yeah, watch yourself and become aware of your own own great failures. It is gross watching yourself, but it is worth it. Just do it once. And also, don't be disheartened if what you see, you're like, well, this is a a mess because you can change all the things that you see. Because, exactly, it is just stuff that you can see. Like, look, when you watch that video, you're become so immediately aware that you aren't listening to the content of your presentation or what you're saying it's that 70% how you look and 20% how you sound so what you're yeah. being picking up on is like oh my god my hands are so weird um I left such weird pause I said in a weird way you're not thinking mm, that bit about the uh the quadrant the really wolves was that good. bit about the wolves was good you, you yeah. aren't listening at all you're we're such visual people yeah we're just, we're just taking it in so you know and therefore those are things that can be fixed immediately there's yeah. instantaneous fixes so they're Definitely. not you know also with with a work presentation very quickly they're taking notes or they're thinking about it in they're actually not even thinking about you mm. with like <clears throat> wedding speeches and stuff i think it is it is all about facade and not about content but with work stuff sometimes it is about content and that can help you a little bit because it's like oh no one's really because everyone's making notes so no one's actually really or everyone's on there tapping on their ipads like mm. so if you like yeah if, if you kind of let go of the fact that like oh my voice is silly and I look stupid and whatever and you control everything that you can control you don't look any more stupid than you do walking around the office you know like you're the same person you're just talking to them the focus should be like I hope that bit of information about the crust of the bread gets in that yes, should be the first like, presentation. That's the, it's of course the hose's presentation. Right. Like that be like rather than be like, I hope I don't wet myself, I hope that fact gets across. Like yeah. make the, the thing the make the subject of your 
presentation the focus like yes i hope this works i hope people yeah. understand it how can i help them rather than like me 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 take it mm. away from you it's on them oh my god that's all on them so i hope that helps um thank you again for <sighs> I to peggy i feel empowered i'm gonna go and do some public speaking i hope now. it helps peggy i'm peggy. not I'm gonna read a book all night what the i'm going to if you have any um of the podcast suggestions tweet us at nobody panic pod or just if you want to say hi to me tweet me at cvm the s is a five send at, on instagram at tessa Gates. It's all letters, not, not normal. Or and at, at we pray love. My Instagram. Yeah, my Instagram she posts is... once a year. It's great. <laughs> and in reference to the name, I once tried to start a gluten-free blog called We Pray Love. Mm. Rejected titles: Vladimir Gluten. Oh, that's good. Gluten things I hate about you. That's less. Blue ten things I hate oh, about you. Oh, okay, sorry, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. I knew you hadn't got it. I hadn't got it. My presentation hadn't landed there. There we go. And I knew. Yeah, you could see it in my eyes. <laughs> Gluten Morgan week. It's in the same. <laughs> yes, that's not, yeah, it's, yes, it's, it's week. <laughs> um, very good, very good. Yes, thank We're, you so much. The Gmail is uh, oh, yes. nobody panic podcast at gmail.com. Correct. And yes. uh, like, subscribe. If you know someone who's terrified about public speaking, share the episode and uh, have a lovely, have a lovely week. Best of luck. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code buttery exclusions apply see site for details hi i'm daniel founder of pretty litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain i learned this the hard way after losing my cat gingy so i created pretty litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors saving you money and potentially your cat's life pretty litter is veterinary and developed and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Lucy Beaumont. And guess what? I'm Sam Campbell. If you've enjoyed this podcast, you might enjoy our podcast. It's called Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brains. We have a podcast and uh, it might be, uh, I probably don't want to sound, um, you know, like I'm bragging. But it's dynamite. It is electric. It's high voltage. And please, we really need you to listen. You don't understand how much we need this. Is it on all the platforms? Oh, it absolutely is. But um, yeah, this one is coming. This one's out now. Lucy and Sam's Perfect Brands.